What's up, you guys? Welcome to this episode of Crystal Clear. Today, I wanted to jump on for a short and sweet one about surrender and the power of surrendering. And um, it's something that has been a practice of mine more recently than not. I, um, I spent most of my life trying to navigate and control my surroundings because I always felt like they were a little out of control. So a big part of my healing peace awareness journey has been just surrendering to it. You know, if something happens that's out of my control, whether that be traffic, whether it be a three-year-old and a meltdown, whether it be something happening in business or the economy, just acknowledging that it happens and focusing on my own response to that. and. In my, I don't want to say previous life, kind of previous life, I I reacted a lot. I would I would get frustrated about things going on in the world, and it's like, why? Like, why am I wasting energy on things that I can't control, like the COVID vaccine? Why am I wasting my energy on that? Because it's out there. They're trying to force people to do it. Why do you care? You know, and I feel like that really. It's just a small example, but I feel like it's something we've all gone through. So it's a, I feel like it's a good example. Whether you did it, didn't it, no judgment at all. But that's just one example of something that people got so heated about. I mean, politics, any political season. I don't involve myself in politics at all under any circumstances. So I'm not going to elaborate any there. But that's just a topic that people get so heated about, you know. And there's so many, being in the exercise and fitness health field, there's been so many different things, so many different diets, there's so many different programs, eat right for your blood type, eat keto, eat, you know, low carb, vegetarian, vegan, I mean, all the things. And you could go down rabbit holes on all of them, but just owning that like everyone is so different and everyone's life experiences are so different. Like you can have identical twins raising the exact same household by the exact same people, and they will have completely different life experiences. So why don't we just surrender to the fact that that's cool, that's their experience with life, and that's their experience with whatever you know their perception, their unique perception of life is. And this is a conversation actually my husband and I had the other day. He's set some values for for the company and he was going into a meeting and we were talking about accountability. And, you know, I gave him my version of accountability and he talked about his version of accountability. And, you know, I see it a little differently than he does. And that's okay. <laughs> you know, and I explained to him and it was great because the conversation got, you know, a little interesting. And I'm like, you know, I think this conversation was really meant to happen before you go and talk to all your SVPs about it because you're going to sit down with people and they're going to interpret it differently than you do. But having that compassion for the other people and yourself and knowing that it's okay for us to all be different, you know, it's okay for us to have different views on anything and everything. And that's what makes us beautifully unique and human. And I think that that's where it kind of gets like a gray area is when we focus too much of our attention trying to convince people to do things a certain way or see our viewpoint a certain way. You just have to really surrender to the fact that they just won't. Like it's nearly impossible. However, 
surrounding yourself with like-minded people that have similar viewpoints and similar interests and, you know, that kind of vibe alignment and setting your vibe tribe, that's completely different. You know, that's something that's beautiful. But, you know, I mean, perfect example, like my three-year-old in the morning. So I'm a big stickler on... I want my kids to have easy mornings. I don't want to set my kids up for a crappy day by rushing them or making them late or, you know, we got to go, we got to go to, you know, I'm, I'm so over that. And I wasn't that way before. Honestly, when we had three younger kids and I was trying to get them all off to school, I, you know, I didn't yell at them or anything in the morning, but it was like, okay, guys, we got to go. We did as much as we could to prep for the night ahead of time. But it was just a different pace back then. My whole life was a different pace back then. We had a longer commute and all the things. So now it's like, you know, we're working on still making sure potty training. And, you know, I just know we need extra time. And guess what? If we're late, we're late. You know, it's preschool for him. And it's school for my daughter and I'll sign her in. You know, it's not something that we should be ashamed of or really hold ourselves to this unrealistic expectation because life happens, traffic happens, you know, wardrobe malfunctions happen. And if I show up to a meeting and I I don't, oh my God, I'm so, so sorry, I'm late, I'm sorry. No, I don't do that. I don't apologize like that anymore. I used to. Now it's I appreciate you guys holding space for me. I apologize. We're running a little behind. I don't overexplain. I don't try to dive deep into the details because that's TMI. And the most of the time people get it. And the more I think that we can accept and surrender that, hey, some people are going to be late. Some people are going to be on time. Some people are going to be early. Some people are going to show up and have everything outlined. Some people are going to show up without a pen and piece of paper. You know, but it's really not up to us to judge those people about that. And I think that's been a really big part of my journey too, is learning to surrender to not everyone thinks like you and not everyone feels like you and not everyone communicates like you. And, and it, sometimes conversations can be difficult, you know, having a conversation with our partners and maybe they have a completely different perspective of some things than we do. It doesn't mean that their perspective is wrong. It just means that it's different. So surrendering to they think differently, and this is how I think and feel about it, there's something freeing and just very, what's the word for it? Empowering. Honestly, there's something very empowering about surrendering to life happening to you or for you. And that's the way I like to think of it. Like life doesn't happen. Oh, well, I got stuck in traffic and I got this done and that. And, you know, it's like surrender to it. Like maybe life was happening for you. Maybe you got stuck in traffic because there was a big accident up ahead. Guess what? That could have been you, you know, or you were a little late to a meeting. Well, maybe it gave someone else a little extra time as well. You know, maybe your child needed to spend a couple extra minutes with mommy that morning. And that's one thing that I realized is like my morning snuggles with my kids is way more important than anything else I could do that day. And I'm sorry. (laughs) It is. Because I don't know, I guess it comes from, I'm going to cry. I guess it comes from me losing my dad at a young age. I'm sure if he could have, you know, hung out and snuggled me for a few more minutes, he would have. And I guess that I've always kind of thought that way. Like, I don't know if I could, I mean, I could get on the interstate after dropping my kids off and never return. So I just really try to think about 
and be present in my moments and enjoy whatever it is that it means. You know, if I'm stuck on the interstate for four hours on I-4 because there's a terrible accident, well, gives me an extra time to catch up on some podcasts or listen to a book that I've been wanting to listen to or, you know, and the rest will figure itself out. Um, You know, we have aging parents and um, my father-in-law has Alzheimer's and I think that witnessing that has made me just realize like life is really short. And just because we're present and here doesn't mean that we're always going to be physically and, you know, cognitively capable of being here like we want to be. So making the best of those moments and surrendering and understanding that life just happens. And sometimes it happens in a way that we don't really expect. I will say that um, you know, my husband being CEO and the position he's in, I think he always really wanted and knew that this was going to be a time to be very close to his dad and really connect with him on a different level. And unfortunately, that just didn't really happen that way for him. However, this has given him the opportunity to navigate these times for himself and kind of create his own legacy and and do things the way he would do it rather than necessarily continuing on in ways that it was done before and that's just a small example you know my daughter's 14 years old now and um you know with with the teenagers there comes a two the older boys they kind of do their own thing and and knowing that it's just a chapter and it's just a season and I'm not holding some standard of they're not communicating with us. They're being reclusive. They're doing this. You know, I'm not trying to manipulate the way that they are navigating life right now because I really do believe that we're doing the best that we can. And the more that we try to have control over our especially our immediate families, I think that's when some tension can really really come in. And that's something that my life coach has taught me. Like you want to really work towards having adult, adult relationships. And I haven't always known what adult, adult relationships look like because very rarely was I ever modeled adult, adult relationships. So there was a lot of parent child type relationships and communication going on. And when I say relationships, I just mean communication styles, you know, like adult parents trying to parent their adult children. And it's like, that's trying to keep that parent child communication along. But like, if we as parents or older individuals surrender to the fact that like, everyone grows up, and everyone has their own unique perspective of life and the way that they're going to do things, and releasing that want and need for them to do things our way or the way that we would do them, and really empowering them to do do it their way. You know, my way hasn't always been perfect. That's for damn sure. <laughs> like, I want our kids to to explore life and to explore their way of doing things. So I really surrendered into just letting them be free spirited like that. Like, if they want to go to college, great. If they don't want to go to college, okay. I think that there's something special about having the college experience, but if that's not something they want to experience, then they'll figure out what's going to work for them. If they want to go straight into working, that's okay. But I do think that there's something 
special and unique about having that experience. And that's something because I didn't, I felt like I had to work throughout college and I was super serious when I was in college. Sure. Did I have some party days? Yes. But I didn't have that typical fun, carefree, live in the moment kind of college experience. So I would love for them to have that, but if they don't want to, I'm not going to force them to, you know, even though they're all great students and I, but it's really just surrendering and honoring the type of people that they want to be or people at work. You know, I'm, I'm very fortunate to be honest, to work with some really amazing people and we all get along great. And we have some really amazing charitable partners that we partner with and collaborating relationships to them. And some of them have very different viewpoints. You know, some partnerships are faith-based, some are, you know, children and family services, some are education-based. And so in my position, I just really have to have that compassion and surrender to the fact that they're all different. And I have to treat all of those relationships a little differently. Not all of them are created equally or the same because they're all just unique for what they are. So I think in this whole surrender experiment of my own, um, you know, losing grief, grief is a perfect example of surrendering. You know, we could go on for years thinking, well, why did this happen to her? Why did this happen to me? Why did I lose them? I feel like that's kind of where depression comes from is when we are constantly dwelling on the things we don't have or the things that did happen that that brought us down. But if we learn how to surrender and be like, okay, well, that happened, what opportunity has it brought me? And I think that that's the key question to ask yourself. If you feel like you're struggling with anything that keeps cycling through, and we all have it, so don't say you don't, because everything has something that cycles at some point in time. doesn't have to be consistent. You know, don't shoulda, woulda, coulda yourself. That was something I was infamous for. Oh, I should have done this. I could have done that. I could have this, this. I should have done that differently. I should have said this. I should have. You know, no, it's like, well, you didn't surrender to what had. And this gives you an opportunity to take that a step further next time. It's a learning opportunity. So that's been really huge and pivotal in my journey as just learning to surrender to the opportunities and looking at it as an opportunity and really allowing myself to navigate from that lens. You know, if you apply for a position and you don't get the opportunity, okay, maybe, maybe there, that means that there's something better coming for you. If, you know, you don't get into the school that you really want to get into, okay, well, maybe that means your trajectory and your path is a little different. What does that look like? What opportunities can you find in that instead of staying? Not that you can't be sad and you can't grieve over a loss of something or a missed opportunity, but the key is just not to get stuck there and to really process through it and find some sort of gratitude in that. And I think that that, you know, again, I think everything comes back to gratitude, to be honest. It's like we can all find gratitude in something if we choose to, whether it's the air that we breathe or the opportunity to take a warm shower. And it sounds trivial and like, not, no, not trivial. It sounds petty, to be honest, to to think and be grateful for things like that. But there's a lot of people in this world that don't have those things that have super huge hearts and they're full of gratitude and joy. And they don't have the luxuries that we have, but they've surrendered to the fact that this is their situation and they make the best of it. And I think that that's really a pivotal kind of point in my 
awareness is just knowing that it's not always going to be this way. Like from moment to moment, day to day, everything changes. Like the weather, for example, it was freaking 30 degrees last year or last week. And today it's 80. (laughs) So I surrendered to the fact that I got all my cute, warm, fuzzy clothes out. And now I'm wearing shorts and a sweater. So just just really learning to go with the flow. And I think that that's something, you know, people in my family didn't really model that behavior for me. So it's been a growth experience. And I've enjoyed learning to relinquish the control. And I did another podcast on that, the how I turn compassion or control to compassion. And, you know, this weekend was a perfect example of that. I was going to go out to a cycle class on Sunday morning. I usually teach a class that morning, but I had a baby shower to go to. So we went to melting pot the night before. So all the treats, all the yumminess, I was going to get up and go to my cycle class, work my butt off, go to this baby shower where I got caught up doing laundry and random stuff around the house, looked at my phone. It was 8.30, which was the time the class started. I'm like, shit. So I was like, well, I'll go for a run. So I put bundled up because it was freezing that day and went out. And my I feel like every injury I've ever had likes to spike its and smile at me when <laughs> when it's cold out. So I went to try to run and my ankle felt a little funky. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to run. I'm going to walk. And as I was walking, I literally was like laughing at myself because it was a beautiful day. But I was like, you know what? You're surrendering. You're surrendering right now. Old Crystal wanted to come out and be bitchy and pissy because she couldn't get her hardcore workout in before she went to this baby shower. But I'm like, why would I do that? Because guess what? After the baby shower, I really don't have much going on. I can just walk when it's warm later. You know, so it's like, like, why was I so gung-ho on doing something early when I could have totally just gone later? And that's exactly what I did. So it was kind of funny and I laughed about it and put a little reel out there about it to talk about that podcast. But that's just one example. And, um, you know, kids is always a good example. Workplace, always a great example. You never know who's going to be sick or deadlines. That's a big thing. Like I feel like someone in our family was sick from November to January. Like every week someone else was sick. And it's like, you know what? You just have to surrender. Like I work from home for a good month and a half because I didn't feel like going to the office and letting anyone, you know, passing the germs around. There's just not worth it. And so you just have to surrender to stuff like that. I mean, luckily I get the opportunity to work remotely from home and I know everyone's situation is not the same, but just an example of things that we can, because when you're sitting there and you're sick and you're dwelling about being home and being sick, then you're just messing with your mental state when you can be like, wow, I'm really grateful I get this opportunity to rest and have some stillness. And um, yeah, I just, I wanted to get on to chit chat about that for a little while. And I'm curious, like, what are some things in your life that you feel like you need to surrender to? Or you feel like maybe you could use some coaching on surrender or or what that even looks like. Uh, for me, I read a book by Michael Singer called The Surrender Experiment. And it was really great. I read a few of his books, The Untethered Soul, um, Living Untethered, and um, The Surrender Experiment. And The Surrender Experiment, I think, was my favorite. Because he gave a lot of real-life examples of things in his life that just didn't work out. But guess what? there were more opportunities and just allowing that to stay open and allowing life to flow 
I remember, always remember, that life is happening for you, not against you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I look forward to chatting with you guys soon.